If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know I'm no stranger to taking on more than is humanly possible. As a high achiever with big goals for myself and a passion for learning, I like taking on new projects. And that's great. Until my to-do list ends up being a mile long and I feel constantly stretched for time. When that happens, when I start to feel overwhelmed, like I'm never going to get it all done in a day, those projects that used to excite me, that were part of my productive zone of activity, start slipping into my stress zone. You might be wondering what I'm talking about with these zones. Today on the Bold Life Podcast, I'll introduce you to what I call the productivity formula and how I use this to make those tough decisions about where I spend my time and my energy, including why I'm taking a break from this podcast for a few months and how you can use this system to make prioritizing easier when you feel overwhelmed with your to-do list. Okay, let's dive in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and neuroscience nerd, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for ambitious overachievers and recovering perfectionists who feel stretched thin and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a recovering perfectionist with big career goals, I know how frustrating it can feel to never have enough time in your day or to endlessly procrastinate because you lack the confidence to take action. I spent years understanding how our brains work and the mental habits that get in our way. Each week, I'll share actionable strategies and guest interviews to help you get relief from your to-do list, build your confidence, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. In my group coaching program, Time Warrior Academy, I teach my students what I call the productivity formula. The idea behind the productivity formula is that we all have tasks on our to-do list that fill us with energy and motivation, that we love to do and that we're good at, and tasks on our to-do list that drain our batteries and zap our time and energy. The goal is to identify where each task on your to-do list falls in this formula, what zone it lands in, so you can spend more time in your productive zone and less time in the other zones stuck in busy work and energy-draining tasks. Here's a quick overview of how those zones work. The zone where you want to spend as much time as possible is the productive zone. These are the tasks on your to-do list that you love to do and that you could spend all day doing and love your career and your life. The tasks that you're really good at. For me, tasks that fall in my productive zone include writing articles for journals, teaching students in my program, and public speaking. And for a long time, this podcast was in my productive zone. More on that in a minute. The zone where we often get stuck is the busy zone. These are tasks that are fun to do, but you're either not that good at them or they're not really moving the needle. It's easy to get stuck in the busy zone because it feels like we're being productive because we're busy all day. But these tasks zap our energy and time. For me, this is things like social media. It's fun to create new posts and videos for Instagram, but if I'm being honest, it's not my strength. So it takes me a lot of time without giving me a lot of benefit, either for my business and career or for my overall well-being. Checking email often falls in our busy zone. It feels like we're getting a lot done, but our time quickly fades away and all of a sudden you've been at your computer for an hour and you haven't gotten anything checked off your to-do list. The next zone we want to minimize is the board zone. These are tasks that you're good at, but you don't like doing them. Some paperwork and reports I have to do in my practice fall here. 
I'm good at it, but it's not that exciting for me. It's a lot of repetitive work and it gets boring for me fast. The shoulds often fall in the board zone too. Things you feel like you should be doing, but you don't really want to do them. And finally, the stress zone. These are tasks that drain your batteries and you aren't good at them, so you're not very efficient. Anything technology related falls here for me. As soon as we have a tech hiccup, I can feel my stress going up just thinking about dealing with it. It takes a lot of time and brain power for me, and I know I could be using my time elsewhere. I know we can't spend all of our time in productive zone tasks. We all have parts of our jobs or businesses that are necessary, but we don't love doing them, or chores and things we have to do to keep our house running smoothly. But if you've ever had one of those days where time rushes by, all of a sudden it's the end of the day and you still have energy left, you're excited to keep working on that project tomorrow, and you feel like you've got so much accomplished, chances are you've been working in your productive zone most of the day. But those days where time drags, you're looking at the clock every few minutes, or you get to the end of the day and you're exhausted, and when your family asks you what you did all day, you're not quite sure where the time went, yeah. You've probably been working most of your day in one of the other zones. Here's an important point. What's productive zone for me might be stress zone or bored zone for someone else and vice versa. We all have strengths. We all have unique tasks that we love to do and those we don't like to do. Learning your own strengths and weaknesses is key to making the productivity formula work for you. And tasks can change zones depending on your current priorities. Maybe right now a productive zone task is working on that big project at work that you want to get done for quarter one. But tomorrow, your kid has a school play and that's productive zone productivity work that day. Priorities can change, and that's a good thing. What's important is recognizing what tasks shift for your brain. To do that, I recommend paying attention to how tasks make you feel. So back to this podcast. When I started my podcast, I loved planning and recording episodes. I'd wanted to start a podcast for a while, and I've shared before that early in the pandemic, when my clinic was closed, I found some extra time in my day to start the show, and I was so excited and motivated. I enjoyed finding new topic ideas, researching new guests, and meeting new people, and even the tech part didn't stress me out too much because I love sharing these strategies and stories with you. But after almost three years, my brain's approach to the show has shifted. Instead of feeling motivated and excited to record an episode, it's starting to feel like a should, something I have to do each week. One more thing to check off an ever-growing to-do list. And making podcast episodes has moved from my productive zone to somewhere between my board zone and my stress zone. I've been reflecting on this for a couple of months now. At first, I thought I just had other priorities. I had a busy client list in the fall, and then it was the holidays, so other things were moving into priority spots on my to-do list. But then I started to get writer's block staring at my screen and having no idea what to talk about this week. And I found myself procrastinating, putting off recording until the next week, then the next, until I had a tight deadline and I had to do extra work to get it recorded in time, and starting to feel like it was entering my stress zone. I realized I needed a break. I needed to take the podcast off my productive zone for a while and give my brain a chance to recharge, to give myself the space to bring back that creativity, joy, and excitement in recording new episodes. So I was creating content that not only was helpful for our community, but is something that I was happy and motivated to create. And let me tell you, that was a hard choice. 
my inner perfectionist and my inner people pleaser started telling me a bunch of nonsense about what taking a break meant. That it meant I wasn't good enough or smart enough or dedicated enough to persevere with the show. That if I didn't have anything to say every week, that somehow meant I was no longer good at my job. And how could I expect to help my clients if I couldn't even keep myself on track and record a podcast every week? That I was letting you down. Those folks like you who listen every week, who send me emails telling me about how much they enjoy the episode or how they're using the strategies in their own lives. That I'm failing if I stop the show and let those people down. And it was hard to push back against that inner perfectionist and that inner people pleaser to remind myself to practice what I preach. That it's important to recognize when something is no longer serving us, whether that's a project that's no longer contributing to your work goals or a relationship that drains your batteries or some aspect of your schedule that's just not working anymore. That it's okay to make those changes when we need them, for our priorities to shift. And that taking care of myself every once in a while actually helps prevent me from burning out so I can be the best leader, coach, educator, speaker, mom, wife, woman I can be. So here's my challenge to you this week. Take a look at your to-do list and ask yourself if there's anything that's moved out of your productive zone. Something you used to enjoy that you were excited to start, but it's just not working for you anymore. And give yourself permission to let that thing go if needed, or at least take a break to allow your brain to recharge. So I'm taking a break from the podcast. There won't be any new episodes for the next few months while I give my brain and my creative juices a chance to recuperate so I can reflect on where I want the show to go and how it fits into my current goals and priorities. But that doesn't mean you can't hear from me. Instead of a weekly podcast, I'm shifting my focus to writing. You know how much I love writing. And I'm going to use that extra time to write more articles in journals like Psychology Today. You can check out my website if you want to read some of those articles I've written so far. And so I can focus on my weekly email newsletter. Make sure you're on my email list because what used to be in the podcast each week is now going to be coming right to your inbox, including more strategies to challenge your brain's default habits so you can accomplish your goals faster and still have energy left to enjoy them. Thank you so much for supporting me in the Bold Life podcast and make sure you've subscribed to my email list so you hear when new episodes are ready to go again in a few months. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. Ta-ta for now. Thank you.